and thank you for joining us for In All Things, a weekly podcast of the Evangelical Presbyterian Church. I'm Rachel Joseph. Your host for In All Things is Dean Weaver, stated clerk of the EPC. The motto of our family of congregations is, in essentials, unity, in non-essentials, liberty, in all things, charity. Now here is this week's guest host, Michael Davis. Thank you, Rachel. My name is Michael Davis. I'm sitting in for Dean, and I'm glad to and privileged to do so. I want to bring something to our attention. We as a nation, we as a people in the body of Christ are feeling and sensing the grief of the tragic and horrific shooting that happened in Nashville. Covenant School, where approximately about 200 students are there, goes from pre-K through sixth grade. It's a ministry of a PCA church called Covenant Presbyterian Church. And many of us can feel the grief and the sorrow because many of us have children. And we all know what it means to be in the presence of children. And seeing this happen to these children is just absolutely horrific. One of our fellow teaching elders and brother in the faith Matthew Sullivan serves there, and he had led a chapel service just that Monday morning, an hour before the shooting. I can't stress how much I feel the weight of that and knowing that they are having to grieve and live that out as their present reality. So you take a moment throughout your day, throughout this week, please pray for them. Please mention their names. There were three adults killed, the head of school custodian, substitute teacher, and three nine-year-old children. Of those nine-year-old children, the senior pastor's daughter, was she was killed. It's just tragic. Pray for the shooter and their family. This young woman who did this horrific thing, we know that it is, it is evil. And the presence of evil is real, and we need to pray against it. And that God comes and begins to heal his people as we all grieve together. And feeling the weight of that in Holy Week is it's just hard. It, it is hard. There is no other way to say it. So as we look at our particular passage in John 12, 12 through 18, there are aspects in which we're dealing with the dramatic effect of Jesus entering into Jerusalem. This is called Palm Sunday. And Palm Sunday has been celebrated as early as the fourth century. And it is to commemorate what Jesus was doing and has done and will continue to do. And that is his mighty works be shown before the entire world. Listen to John 12, starting at verse 12. The next day, the crowd had come from the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took the palm branches and went out to him shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it as it is written. Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See your King is coming. Seated on a donkey's coat. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified, did they realize that these things had been written 
about him and these things had been done to him. Verse 17, now the crowd that was with him when he had called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. When you think about this in light of the purpose in which John is writing this book, the purpose of writing this is so that the readers may believe. And so the works of Jesus is what I would love for us to focus on this Holy Week, that Jesus' works are done so that we too, as we read his scriptures, might believe. When we see that Jesus is celebrated. We have to ask ourselves, why is he celebrated? Jesus has raised Lazarus from the dead, and it's indicative of when we look at verse 17. In fact, the disciples didn't even understand everything that was going on because they they were they could have been overwhelmed and confounded by the fact that they still really didn't understand Jesus as the Son of God, the Son of Man. They knew the works that he was doing, but At the same time, it was still a work in which they were trying to believe in him as well. And so it is apparent that until he was glorified, the people of God, the disciples, had then understood these things that were written about him and done to him. Think about that. They had experienced him. They had walked with him talked with him, seen him feed the 5,000 and many more, seen him look upon the helpless and harassed. They watched him teach and they seen him how he fulfilled the scriptures. And yet, as they were walking with him through the entire time, it took them to read, to understand after he was glorified that these things were written about him. And to him, what were these things? What we just listed out. Take a moment to think this week as you reflect and you are challenged by looking at some of the things that are happening in our society. When you're challenged in ministry and you're feeling hopeless, you're dealing with sudden depression and questioning your call to ministry, which we know many of us sometimes struggle with. In our belief in Jesus is also challenged when we struggle. But this is one of the times where we can come to God's word and be encouraged by what he says and what is written about him. But also look at this, beloved. You think about not only what he says about the disciples in terms of them not understanding until they know that he was glorified, but the crowd, too, had followed him. It was with him after he had called Lazarus to the tomb. And I want to make this brief connection between chapter 12 and what we've seen with Lazarus' death. Because when John points to this, I believe it's pivotal because it also in verse 19, you see that the Pharisees are frustrated. And it was Caiaphas who mentioned that one has, someone has to die for a nation. That's what Caiaphas is. 
and giving themselves for that, he was alluding to the fact that Jesus would have to be the one. But also John is also alluding to the fact that Jesus is the one that will die for the entire nation. And so Lazarus' death pointed to Jesus in his resurrection. And as we go into this Holy Week, I would say there are signs that point us to this coming Sunday. Will you look for those things? And will you see those signs that will lead us to believe? That is our message. And wherever you are, I just want to encourage you to do that. Will you believe? We close as we always do with Colossians 1, 15 through 18. The sun is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. <laughs> I, just, I know we close with this, but I, wanna, I want you to listen to that again. <laughs> because this honestly helps us to understand why we have signs of the belief. Look what the text says. It says, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. What does Paul say? There are principalities, rulers and authorities that are unseen, that it's spiritual warfare. They remind us that no matter what it is, all things, all, absolute, the devil has no power. All things have been created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him, all things hold together. God gives us these signs to hold together, not for ourselves, but in him, not our strength, not our preaching, not our teaching, not our own ingenuity, but it is held all together in Christ, in him alone. As the text ends, it says, and he is the head of the body, the church. Beloved, we don't want the church to believe in us as pastors. We want to make sure the church doesn't believe in itself as much as we believe in Jesus. Once again, John gives us this so that we may believe. And as the Pharisees were so upset, they said, look, the whole world the whole world is going after him and believe and they will no matter where they are on the belief spectrum every knee will bow and every tongue confess thank you for being with us grace and peace may this holy week be a blessed one and may you be encouraged to believe in in christ and him alone Thank you again for joining us. On behalf of Dean and the entire team, we hope you will join us for our next episode of In All Things. For more information about the Evangelical Presbyterian Church, including a directory of local churches, online resources, and much more, visit our website at www.epc.org. I'm Rachel Joseph. I pray you have an overwhelming sense of God's presence in all things today.